This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hey, listener. This is Venice, and you're listening to Voice from the Underground, hosted by Big Heads, you know what I'm saying, and Josh. If this is your first time listening, here's a little insight. They be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, but they be keeping in fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and share our show with your friends. You know what I'm saying? We on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. It took one too. This is Flavor Flav for the Underground Podcast. Yeah, boy. Welcome to the Underground. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back in to Voice from the Underground, the podcast where politics and pop culture boom, collide. It's I, Jason Dutch, back with the darkest of all the world's dark nights, Big Hussein, or as Emmett Tucker calls him, Big Hezbollah. What's happening, Big Hezbollah? What's the business? How's everybody doing today? What's going on? What's going on? I feel good today. I feel good tonight. You feel good? Oh, all right. Can't we like wait, to hear. Can't wait to can't wait to holler at y'all tonight, man. We got some stuff to talk about. And from uh, straight from uh, the Disney Channel, the executive producer of the Proud Family, Mickey Tamine. Oh. What's happening, uh, Mickey Antifa? I was literally about to say this soup is just for my family. <laughs> Give me a system and fire when ready. You may fire when ready. Do you have a target, a military target, the name, the system? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we have a special guest today with us, listener. Thank you for turning into the show. Uh, if you are joining us for the first time and you're watching this on YouTube, or I'm sorry, on Facebook, um, do us a big solid and check us out on YouTube um, or on Twitch. That would be awesome if you could do that. Um, the the links over there, I'll give them out real quick because those actually we I will try to get credit for it. We'll put them into this the, them in the, the links here into the chat. But uh, if you would like to do that, you can go to you can subscribe to our channel at youtube.com forward slash voice from the underground podcast, or you can check us out on twitch.tv forward slash VFU podcast. And I did finally fix the settings on Twitch the other day because our producer sucks balls and never did it. So oh. I did it. And uh, now you can go and watch the old videos, at least the last two that we did. Um, also, I did do a video on uh, white and whiteness the other day um, uh, on white pride. But I am going to redo that. Uh, so just so anybody who saw that, I'm going to redo it because I kind of got down the rabbit hole with co- listener comments. Um, and I had a small audio issue. So I'm going to repost that tomorrow. So if you guys are interested in that, that'll be on there as well. Um, but let's introduce our guests real quick here first. Um, with us is congressional candidate from California District 39. California, uh, California knows how to party. And he will be, uh, I will be, when if he wins in 22, one of his constituents, because I just, my new job is in uh, Buena Park, which I believe oh, is. Oh, it is, yep. Uh, Norwalk actually is where it's at, but it's like right on the border of Norwalk and yeah. Buena Park. So it's right in there. Yeah, so Buena I'll be Park under, is definitely in it. I'll be under your 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 tyrannical rule. My tyrannical <laughs> rule, yeah. Uh, Mr. 
Steve <laughs> Cox. What's happening? Uh, How's it let's going, go guys? For Cox. Go for Cox. Go for oh, Cox. Oh, go for we Cox. Love oh, Cox. Oh, we, we love Cox. We love Cox. We love Cox. Give us Cox. Give us Cox. Yeah, got give the straight us woman vote locked up. Game <laughs> yeah, in as well. Uh, yeah. A- hey, how's it going, everybody? 39th district. Yeah, that that would be the the district. Although there's going to be redistricting, so it's going to like some of the borders are going to change a little bit by the time the the election happens because of the census. You got to build a wall. You got to build a wall. So, and I also heard, and now this is just Twitter rumors that you're going to get just like Takashi six nine had six nine tattooed on his face. Because you're in the 39th district, you're going to get three nine tattooed on your face. Are these? Yeah, really true? Uh, of course they're true. I I I, I want to be the first congressional candidate with a facial tattoo. Uh, the first one, the first one, first congressperson. Well, the first one with a facial win. tattoo, I think, would be amazing. Every speech on the floor, you know, it saves. It's going to save C-SPAN the time of like putting the name down there, or figuring on it out. The, They'll know name. exactly what it is. 39th, like it'll mm. be right on my face. Literally, I think that's Literally. a great idea. I'm, I'm definitely on Cox, uh, Cox's face. <laughs> you got it. Oh. <laughs> Cox 39. Just you guys got to suggest a font or something. So, you know, it'll look super 39, awesome. dude. Sans. <laughs> what number am I thinking of? Yeah. Or uh, balloons. So let's get rolling with the show here. Um, okay. So Steve, by the way, is, I would say, a pretty fucking astonishing political mind um almost as much as me i almost. mean almost yeah. we just, on the just on the outskirts <laughs> and and i I'm, I'm guessing all of his folks will be in here trolling us today so hopefully so uh we'll have mikey send out the youtube link so that he can post that up uh so here, so here we go uh, we you don't, know, you don't know your asshole from your elbow so oh, i was gonna say here, I on the clickety click comments here but that's just us commenting so we are still alone. oh no we do have an outcast uh utah outcast hello utah, utah you gotta outcast. get up and get out and get something um okay so a couple quick things number one i, f- I three weeks ago i started watching cobra kai i finished what's what's season job, three bro? yesterday and it, I am wearing this shirt, okay, because Johnny Lawrence wore this shirt in the last episode. In fact, he wore a gray hoodie with the red hot chili pepper shirt. His was black, mine's red. I don't care. I don't own a fucking black one. But let me just say, I got if a you're black not, one. If you a red hot chili pepper shirt or a black or or just a, I got black, a black one, red hot chili pepper shirt. Oh, I thought you just meant you had a black one. You heard what he said. That's more too. of a milk chocolatey brown. That is inviting. But uh, let me just say, if you're not watching Cobra Kai, get on board. It is fucking awesome. It is. I haven't watched. I haven't watched one of this show. This show. This show is fucking awesome. Like I, the first three shows or so, like you're like, yeah, you have kind of have to get used to it because the acting is not the greatest. But I mean, what it started as a YouTube series, right? But then it was picked up by Netflix and. I am telling you, I have never seen more twists and turns and love triangles. And you think a guy's going to turn good and then he turns oh, bad. You think he's going to turn up and then and just just throwbacks from the movies. I mean, this show is fucking great. It's and you got have everything. To, you have to watch Cobra Kai. Cobra High, it's it, it, that's Utah called it the right thing. It's good trash. Like there's nothing going to change my life about this this show. 
It's there's no there 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 are some decent social messages in it, but it's nothing astonishing. Johnny is like just great. I mean, he's such a fucking asshole. You know, the only thing I want to know, the only thing I'm curious about on this on so this good TV show is whether Ralph Macchio ever gets around to like playing guitar on the on the show because between the time he was on the Karate Kid, he did a, a movie called Crossroads that people don't know yep. about. But I'm a blues fan, so I'm like I watched that movie even though I knew it'd be corny. Um, and it's, uh, you know, all about sort of Robert Johnson's crossroads legend, you know? Um, and, and he actually learned to play slide and a bunch of other types of like really good blues guitar from what I remember back in the day. So like, I wonder if he, uh, ever plays guitar on, uh, the there, new I, I, I believe there might've been a scene where he had a guitar, but I don't specifically remember him watching it. Bash over mm-hmm. someone's head. Um, but um that's that's all i would want to know like does ralph macho still play blues that's all i want to know maybe 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 they'll get to that in season four but i'm telling you look it's 30 it's 30 episodes if you want to catch up But but here's the thing some of them are only 26 minutes long Mm. so how long are some of the other ones like how long what's the the longest one the longest one was 40 it sounds like it sounds like uh love death sex and robots that's that's how uh, I maybe the death and the robots part, but I'm I, about the love and stuff. Do they do a good job with like the '80s cliche stuff? Like to it keep is the... one. It, it is a nonstop '80s cliche. Oh, that's like, pretty cool. Like Johnny's Johnny's outfits. Like every every T-shirt he wears. You know how like Mother's Milk in um, the boys is always wearing like an old hip hop T-shirt. Everything yeah. he's wearing is like zebra or Depeche Mode or okay. or like Red Hot Chili. Something from the '80s and like he's. He, he's the guy. This is the only spoiler I'll give you. The guy is still oh, whacking he, off. Yeah, I knew he has to do it. I knew he the guy it. still whacks off to 80s Sports Illustrated. Well, I mean, oh, so do I. I mean, come on. You know. Okay, but I mean, who doesn't? Does it, I mean, who doesn't do that? I thought that was regular thing. Like the Kathy Ireland? Is it the Kathy Ireland edition? Mm. He had the, yeah, no, absolutely. He's Cindy uh, Crawford, right? That would have been Cindy know. Crawford. Yeah. Cindy Crawford might have been might have been the 90s, but. Mm, quick, it's, it's, quick interruption quick interruption there are two things from DeKalb Illinois uh, barbed wire was invented there and they also invented Cindy Crawford right Cindy and Crawford actually, mm-hmm. ah. actually my um, that's a solid Cindy creation Crawford, I used to live in got, got, about DeKalb go ahead I'm sorry. after she got famous um, <clears throat> because my dad is from DeKalb and my dad was in her dad's graduating class so oh, when they went back hey. to when they went back to high school <laughs> Uh, for the, for the, <laughs> your, daughter, your daughter's really pretty, you know. Oh yeah, like I guess when they went back, it probably was the twenty-year reunion. I'm gonna guess, or the thirty-year reunion. Probably was thirty-year mm-hmm. reunion, uh, or it might have been twenty. Well, let's see, he was forty-four, so seventy-two. He would have graduated. So yeah, it was probably a twenty-year reunion. So um, he, he was like, yeah, I was kind of friends with his dad, with her dad, and everything. But like, he was like, he was just the biggest pompous cigar smoking asshole, and like the whole. Oh. Oh. The whole twenty year reunion was like posters of her because she this was like she first hit like she was only like so he's a proud dad things. but he took it like ten steps farther than normal proud dad yeah. stuff should go. So I promised my dad that I would bang her and put a video online, and and I, and I did it. Oh, but I didn't have the camera on. Oh, you you oh, you, you forgot no, to record. It's classic. I could have been the first hit the Kim Kardashian. I could have been the I could have been the male Kim Kardashian. Man, what a so the thing, the thing is, you got to hit record and play at the same time. And sometimes people <laughs> yeah. who are new, I'm a producer, so I know. But a lot of people, or did you forget the lens cap? 
You left yeah, one cap it on might it. have been. This was a long time ago, so you know. <laughs> you do one of these where it's like, oh my love, god, that love, was, let me tell you the love. But making. she would obviously remember if I ever meet her, I can ask her, and she would yeah. obviously remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she's a Patreon. She gives us three or four million dollars a show. That's why we have the high profile. <laughs> yeah, yes, may I speak with Cindy, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll hold. Uh, Dutch, I got her on the line. Okay, I'll just sit this here. All right, wait, she'll be on in a moment. Um, we'll get to Cindy Crawford. Uh, uh, hello, is this is this Cindy's mole? <laughs> oh, you're Ooh. the whole reason. You're the only reason she showed up at all. But you you get all the credit Ooh. in the world. Awesome powers. All right. So uh, so there's our our Cindy Crawford fact of the day. Um, and when we say barbed wire, we mean the actual barbed wire, not the Pam Anderson movie. Oh, uh, we don't know that though. That's why. That's why that was dominated for something. I'm sure. Probably so. <laughs> Got All right, so spanky. I, I, a Razzie. <laughs> a Razzie. Or two, he probably won two Razzies. Uh, so we, we invited Steve on the show for a specific reason. That's because um, a week ago we knew that there was going to be a very interesting day uh, coming up in Congress here uh, in the next day or two as um, the results of the election are going to be contested. But there's other things that have popped up. Two things today, in fact, that we kind of need to address quickly. Um, now, as I take it, Steve, you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say, listen, have you heard the tape? Uh, I do not know of a tape. I until, was, I, was until the- I said it like three minutes ago. Yeah, right? yeah. So I okay. was, I was uh, all day, I was in the yard, in my backyard, refinishing furniture that like as a hand-me-down my 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 daughter's grandparents on my wife's side gave back my wife's like furniture from when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like refinishing all that furniture. Yes. I'm refinishing all that furniture to put it in the, in her room. So I was like, that was all I did all day. I didn't see nothing. So you're like a regular guy. You're doing chores on the weekend. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching Cobra Kai, but then <laughs> I, we, we took the kids hiking and we had a long day too. And I didn't hear about the tape until probably around three o'clock. So I was pretty disconnected. Um, so with about three o'clock, a friend of mine was like, what do you think of this tape? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I went and I, I was, while I was in the car, I Googled it. And I listened to a couple of the, sh- the shorter versions of it. I didn't find the big one until like maybe. Hey, 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 I found it when you put me on the show, buddy. I found, oh, you mean the black one? Yeah. He's just not aware of what he's found. He hasn't right. witnessed it yet. Uh, so that was a good soundboard clip, but. <laughs> I have this up. So we're just going to start with uh, the first thing before we get to the tape. Um, Brief thoughts on what I think is a fucking joke. Nancy Pelosi, again, Speaker of the House, Um, just goes to show that the Democrats are fucking idiots, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Mikey, I would like your opinion first. Opinion on what? I don't, I've never (laughs) trusted them. They've never done a, they've never moved. In one way that led me to believe that they were competent at their jobs. Like if I ran a small business or even a large business, none of the motherfuckers in charge right now would be managers. No, not at all. They're awful. I wouldn't put them in charge of a single damn department. Not anybody. But, especially but, marketing. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, especially marketing. And that's unfortunately, that is just, um, that is the landscape as we see it. Well, that's somebody uh, right here. Hopefully, we're going to be yeah, changing you, some of that you, landscape. Your, your thoughts um, on Nancy Pelosi retaining her speakership? 
Who are you asking? Haas? Oh, no, Mr. Mr. Cox. Oh, okay. Mr. Paul. Um, <laughs> I think that this it's is just a it, big walking pause it, every time we so, say his so name. So <laughs> I've never been a Democrat. I've never actually been a registered Democrat in my life. I was a Republican until I was like 23 years old or something, 25 years old. Um, and then ever since then, I've been independent. So like I have no nothing for that for that party anyway. But I so I just watch this all sort of as an outsider. And it, it makes me laugh. Like, it's the funniest thing. I just it's like a like I'm an observer, right? Like, it doesn't affect me. It totally does affect me. It affects all of us. But like, uh, you know, I, I just I, I just giggle. I mean. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's, who, who I've been a fan of since she got into Congress, um, mostly, uh, she, she didn't like, she wouldn't even hold, uh, Nancy Pelosi to account to try and get a vote on Medicare for all or any of the, the Breonna T Taylor, uh, justice yeah. bill, things like that to get a vote on these things. She could have held her vote for Pelosi hostage. All of those squad people could have done exactly that stuff. Yep. And they could have held those, those votes hostage and said, look, if we don't get a vote on these important issues, then we're not voting for you. Period. Period. Because she is the one that decides what goes up to vote on the floor of the house. So like you can't put her in charge of, of what goes up for vote without having an understanding ahead of time that the important stuff that you say you want to do is actually going to get voted on. So we can get right. a record whether, whether, whether it passes or not, but so that voters can get a record of who supports what and understand who needs to go and who needs to stay in order to get this stuff done. I mean, Medicare for all has a, 88% approval rating among Democrats. It's like 69% among independents and it's 50% among Republicans. Republicans. So this, half is, a of done, them. this is a done deal. Just bring right. it up to the fucking but vote. But the Democratic Party, the DNC, when they made their, their platform for 2020, voted 78% against putting Medicare for all on the platform, even though 88% of Democrats support Medicare for all. This is not, I mean, and I knew it was going to happen. They're paid off. They're, they're owned by the same people that own the Republican Party. So, like, you know, they're going to be, that's who they serve. They don't serve us. If they actually worked for us, a lot of this stuff would be much different, but they don't. Uh, Big House, anything to add? That's pretty well said. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, what are you adding in your mouth? Uh, mm. uh, Ah, he can almost taste that bite. <laughs> that one hurt. I know that one hurt. You're a real professional. I Hobbs. really I wanted that morsel. <laughs> All right. Uh, my 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 friend slash client Peggy bakes, and she made uh pecan caramel crumble turtles. So she's literally awake and bake. Like she bakes. This is fucking good. And she's a. She, I'm not gonna put her healthy bakes. too, right? Them keto, yeah, cookies. yeah, it's healthy. It's oh, they there's a keto um, cheesecake that I just ordered. I can't. It's got amazing reviews. I can't wait to try it. But anyway, Let's off the go. keto, off the keto cheesecake, and on right. to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, uh, how's your thoughts? Uh, was this the right move by the Dems, or did they fuck up again? Dems going dim when Dems decide to dim. <laughs> that's, that's my. You know, I mean, it's obvious that it's time. In our minds, the minds of the general populace, the minds of the constituency, that it's time for new blood. It's time for a new direction. And remember that Owen Hart chant 
enough is enough and it's time for a change right before he joined the nation of domination i don't remember yeah but that's all right here's my i was out of i was out of wwe before uh, owen hart i think here's the thing is that for me the people who have been talking about being the new blood the people who have been talking about being the change they kowtow to the establishment yeah in two years it took two years that's it yeah yeah and it, it's I you almost I almost want to be like Steve Cox pause and <laughs> run for office. If I didn't have so much shit in my past, I would run for office just to got to get in there and see what is it about being in those halls that, that makes totally me corrupt. I got to I got to totally tell you how- people. I got to tell you, man, the that's the number one reason anybody ever gives me because I'm always advocating for people to run for office. I'm just like, dude, go like get it done. Like, it, you know, when I decided to run with the first time and still going is um, like I had this like revelation mm-hmm. that like basically if I was going to be 50 years old and, and I didn't find a candidate I could really support and then 60 years old and then 70 and like the person never shows up, I would feel so awful at the time that I was an old, older man and, you know, retired, whatever, I would feel awful that I never actually stepped up because I, I was waiting for somebody that never showed up. So I just decided that I was going to be the guy that I would have supported. Like that, that's, that's really what it comes down to. And I think that everybody needs to do that. Like look at it from that perspective. If you really care about, about the policies that our government puts forth and, and you care about the, the planet we live on and, um, you care about your fellow human beings. If you really care, somebody, man, if you, if you know you have the talent of gab, you can talk like, like me, I'm a, I can just keep rattling, you know, but if you have the certain talents that you need to be a politician, get in and do that. If, if there's something else that you're good at, you know, graphic design or whatever, and you want to help out, but like, it's fine. But like people have to get into this thing. They have to, because we got to get these people the hell out of here. I can't do it. I can't do it. They do a deep dive on me, man, and, and, and there's stuff back there. <laughs> what are they gonna find? Oh, it ain't worse than Trump. No, so, no, yeah, no, I mean, no I, that's no, true. No, no, nobody's out of pocket now. I mean, <laughs> you have to be a criminal to like. I used to think because I've I'm 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 and seriously, I ain't got thirty thousand. I ain't got I ain't got I ain't got a uh, hundred twenty thousand laying around to be paying for. Oh, uh, that's okay. We'll have somebody else pay for that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, you'll just sign sign yourself out to the um, yeah, NRA. The pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical yeah. industry and the and uh, and, and let you me know, talk for, to you about fracking. For okay. some people, <laughs> for some people there's no amount of money that 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 you could offer them for them not to try to trash me. So well, I, some, of, some of what they say might be true. Some of it may not. So, well, yeah, the old ex, they always, they'll always go after the ex-wife. I'll have that problem. Oh, too. Man, oh, man. You know, the, the um, they'll t- she'll talk about how I abused her, which it was the opposite. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. people will believe it. Okay. Uh, I got to I got to go get my uh, my power supply. I'll be right back. Is, uh, all right. All right. No problem. Well, also, your, your coat guys at the uh, door. We'll wrap this part up. Get my up old power here. supply. Yeah, I get my, yeah, that's what he meant. Little bump of uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I got to get the soundboard up here in a minute, what but I want to put man? this first. Uh, I don't you have enough slacking on your pimping. You are slacking. I can only on your put pimping. up one one screen on an iPad at the time, so that's maybe okay. I should maybe I should get a non iPad. But uh, it was closer this time, so she won the speakership more narrowly. Does that give either of you guys any hope? Because last time, 
uh, it was like there was like two votes against her. This time it's I think she won uh, by about 15 or 20 votes. So I didn't look at the. I don't know if it'll be different because now is she going to go and crush those people who voted against her? Probably not. Uh, no, it's a public she's not vote, right? She's, is, it, she's, is it a secret vote? You're talking about the um, the vote, oh, the vote for speakership. No, it's not a secret vote. It's pretty. Okay. It's pretty All out. Right. I mean, I, the vote itself may may be uh, private. I don't know about the vote itself, but I think it's done by eyes and nays. So the and and whoever is running against her and and whoever was uh, you know advocating for that person. Uh, they obviously are, there, there's going to be a lot of vocal people out there doing it, you know, but it's like, look, look, if there's a little bit right there, say, a little bit right there. Yeah. Oh, the, co- <laughs> you, you, you the power supply. There you go. Yeah. See, see, see what they do, Steve. That's what their power supply is. And they just go throw it on Steve. That's high, I'm high on life. It's projection. It's very classic. I, yeah, I am. I am high on life. Life is my cocaine. <laughs> Man, that must wife, be I never met, <laughs> wife, I never met him. He got the good, you say? Her. That must be nice, man. Uh, so General Anxiety asks, what about AOC uh, squabbling and crying victim? Uh, I'll also have my producer pull that up because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know about. what that means. Uh, well, she, no, because because a bunch of us on the actual left, um, we, we – uh, we've been pressuring her about this thing I was just talking about, you know, getting Nancy Pelosi to bring up the bills that are very important to us up to a vote. And, you know, the stuff that they said that they got elected to get done, you know? Right. And, and, uh, um, she, you know, uh, so a bunch of us on the left have been kind of belligerent about, you know, how much we, we disagree with her tactics. (laughs) You consider yourself to be on the left? Uh, yeah, but I'm, a like, you know, on the political compass, I'm yeah, the, see, I'm, anything but I'm the bottom, right is the left right now. Yeah, I'm bottom left corner. And so, but like the Democrats are top right corner. So are the Republicans. They're both top right corner. They're in the same quadrant of the political compass. I'm in the bottom left corner. So the way that works, the top half, anything above the center line is authoritarian and increasingly so. Everything below is libertarian and increasingly so. And then right and left are just economics. It's about how much control you think the government should have over the economy and that sort of thing. If it's no government control over the economy, that's as far right as you go. And then, you know, complete government control of the economy is as far left as you go on that quadrant. So I'm I'm like left of center and and pretty far down on that thing. You know? So, yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I do consider myself on the left, but I like a lot of people, you know, that follow me and whatever are, are progressives. And that's the label that they use is that they're progressives, but um, I've, I've never a lot of libertarians following you is why I say that. Yeah, I do. I do have a fair number of them. I think a lot of them are waking up to the, to, to what the difference is between um, there's, there's a, in libertarian terms or, you know, in old writings about libertarianism, libertarianism started out as a left wing thing. Yeah. It started out at, on the left. Um, but the but it went right here in America only, really. And then it kind of spread a little bit totally to like UK yeah. and whatever. Um, and so the and the difference between the left and the right libertarian, if you will, is a right wing libertarian cares about negative liberties, uh, negative freedoms. And that means keeping the government out of your life. So like, they, you know, government doesn't tell you what you can and can't do. Um, that That's what they care about. And that's all they care about. And I, I also care about that. But it's not the only thing I care about. The, on the left, 
you also introduced the concept of positive liberty, which is enabling people and empowering people to uh, be able to be free and to live free and actually do what they want, not be strapped by huge medical debt or, or school debt or whatever that keeps them from being able to do what they want in their life. And, and that's a left libertarian position. So I look at the government and I say, yeah, the government does uh, go overboard a lot. Actually, you know, pretty much anything that's a victimless crime, I think, uh, uh, shouldn't be a crime, you know, technically. So, um, but, but that's the libertarian side of me, but on the same, on the same token, like you can't just let health insurance or healthcare companies or whatever, just do whatever they want. And uh, I mean, in captive markets, we get, you know, we're getting destroyed and it's killing the, the, right. you know, entire economy. So, um, you know, that's like it. A positive liberty, a good example of one would be uh, public roads, roads that are paid for by public money. And then anybody can just decide I'm going to go somewhere and then they can. So you enable this freedom of them, their travel to where they want to travel to, you know, and that's using the government in a good way, I think, you know, and we need to do more of that. Okay. Yeah, I personally, <clears throat> I've invented my own political party. Uh, here I, we believe, go. I believe that I'm a what you would call a progressive libertarian. Oh, so because, because I and, and I don't see any any and I don't see any um, headbutting between the two to, you know, use a not term. In the classic term of libertarian, yeah. what it actually meant. No, right. But it, it's always the capital L libertarian that's problematic because that's the party and the party mm -hmm. is right wing libertarian. So they, you know, they think the free market will fix everything like it's God. Well, you know, free market versus fair market is an interesting discussion. I, I, I honestly have I think there's leanings from I, I have leanings that go sure. both ways on some of those, but the um, okay so last thing, uh, there was a congressman elect who um, uh, his name was Luke Ledlow. Oh yeah, he died he, of COVID. He gone. Yeah, he's gone. He was supposed to be sworn in and died three four days before. Um, obviously very sad. We don't root for anybody to die. Yeah. Um, however, I think it's speaks volumes that at his victory party on December 5th, there was zero masks in the house. Um, now does that, I don't, I don't know that he caught it that day because he tested on the 18th of December. Um, That's within then, the window, I think. And died like right after Christmas. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm not a doctor. I can't say. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, you know, obviously he had, he had small kids. So, yeah, that's the that's really the saddest it's part still, of the whole it's thing. Still a tragedy is is the kids lost their dad. That's really that's really rough, and that's not a you know nobody could ever like that's not okay. Regardless of whether you like the guy, you know it's not right. okay. But the but but at the same time, like that dude, um, like if you look around the right, if you look at some some segments of the right, he was relying on people to vote for him, to show up and vote for him, who probably would have judged him negatively if he did wear a mask at these sorts of public events. And That's stuff. true. Because, you know, so, so he was gambling in essence, he was gambling with his life, um, his ability to win this seat. And he should have been smart enough to know that that's what he was doing if he didn't know it. And as far as I'm concerned, if if he didn't know it, that's that's a, a problem of ignorance and and that's a bummer. But but if he if he knew what he was risking and he took those risks, then eh, you know, uh, I hope the juice was worth the squeeze on that. You know, be like it. You you won your office, buddy, and now you're gone. So yeah, you know, we all have to make choices and and. 
you know, I, I stopped actively campaigning in February, um, you know, in the public. I stopped because uh, I had been reading about what was coming and um, it was like early February. So, you know, I made that choice right away, knowing I had a, a small baby daughter here that was at the time like three months old, two and a half months old. And, um, you know, I, I was like, well, you know, it, it's going to hurt me to not be out there. But at the same time, like, I'm not, I'm not risking it. I'm not doing this. Right. You know, I'll, I'll come back next time. And so, I mean, I think that that's a choice he, he may have consciously made, you know, to, to risk it. So it's a bummer, but it's what it is. Uh, Haas or uh, Mikey, any thoughts or. I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious. No, y'all, y'all nailed it. So I don't have to. All oh, right. Man, I, I, I got that. I talk too much, man. I'm sorry. That was very true. No, that's okay. This is a talking podcast. The thing is, is that, you know. um, Makes for good content. General Anxiety says that he was another (laughs) COVID denier. I'm not sure Uh, that. I don't know enough about his politics and his thoughts on COVID. But my thing is. I I don't know. that. I haven't seen anything to say he was a denier. He was. But but he was a. He was a. he, he, He was one of those, like Steve just said. He was like. Masks don't work. There's no evidence, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So it's like the freedom issue of it, which is just stupid. I got to yeah, tell I you, I mean, if anything, if anything, you wear the mask to protect other people. Just of course, of course. But no. asking Americans to do something for everybody else's benefit is oh, in, the, in, the, in the United States of America. Hence the conversation gonna, we just had on healthcare. You're not going to stifle my freedoms. I don't <laughs> care if two million people die from COVID. <laughs> I'm going bowling. Yep. Yeah, but then they want, then they want. Uh, it's amazing, man. You know, I seatbelt just... laws and everything like that. They they have no problem with. See, that's the thing. It's like people. We have seatbelt laws, mm. and it's very similar to mask laws in a, in a lot of ways. But actually, it's actually a seatbelt protects you. It protects right, exactly. It protects you only. Where the mask doesn't really protect you, it protects other people. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. So, you can't be asking you know, people. To do there's something. another. There's emerging research that shows that shows that having a mask does give you a, some measure of protection. Yeah, yes. depending on the mask. It, it, well, you know, depending on the mask, depending on the environment, because from what I've read, and I, I, it was a very credible case put together by Time Magazine. There was a scientist that wrote a whole article about it probably a month ago, maybe six weeks ago. Um, they talked about that the the even though the CDC hasn't said so, that they believe that the uh, virus is airborne. Meaning, um, it's aerosol, not just like the, the, the little spots of phlegm and whatever they'll end up on things. And then that's where you get it, but actually that it'll float in the air and air currents, whatever indoors for a long time. And it'll gather there like a fog. And that's how they described it. It was like a fog or smoke. And so, you know, it just kind of gathers and gathers. And as you get more and more of that, the, the environment becomes more and more, um, you know, contagious itself and and, uh, and more likely to catch it if you walk in so the the masks one of the primary functions although it won't stop a hundred percent but it stops most of what when it when your words come out of your mouth the spittle that comes with it the tiny amount is bigger right here than it is as it travels outward it it, it diminishes in size and atomizes into the air so using the mask is going to stop most of that almost all of it 90 some percent of it but it's not everything, but it's no. not going to stop you really breathing it back in. That's the problem is it doesn't stop you actually breathing it back in from from the environment. Where are you at on um, Steve? Because I know that the three of us and we took some slack for this, but the three of us have I wouldn't say we're anti the virus in any way, but 
where we all have a level of skepticism. I mean, I'm anti the virus. I don't like it. At I'm all. sorry. I meant the vaccine. I apologize. <laughs> Hold on, bro. The, um, <laughs> the record. anti the, the viral vaccine. Go fuck yourself. You know, what I was talking about. So you guys are anti vaccine um, on this one. No, we're, we're, we're going to wait and see. I'm going to wait. We literally just said, no, we're, we're not in any way anti-vax. However, so you're anti-vax. <laughs> so we're anti-vax, right? We're not, but we are because we say what we uh, say just is say not what Dutch. we mean. Just say Dutch. Don't what we mean we... is what we don't say. Well, here's. But I'm curious as your thoughts on the yeah, vaccine. So like, are you? I'm you, anxious you to get level it. Of skepticism is, um, is. I'm anxious to get it because I have a daughter, um, and I want to protect her. Uh, so. You know, she just turned one year old. Well, you Christmas know, if you'd day, won the so. election, you would have already had it. Oh, no shit. <laughs> but she, she turned one year old on Christmas Day. And so, like, she's still small, you know. And so she has an immune system and stuff, but it's not like it probably should be. And and there's not a lot that, you know, a lot of stories or a lot of uh, data on how much it affects, uh, you know, infants well, and toddlers. A, there's a false so, statement right there, though. That that or I'm not going to say false, but Flo said he just posted an incorrect statement. Because, <laughs> because so why the, you put it up there? Well, because I'm going to address it real quick. Um, people say that New York and California are the hotbeds for the virus, and that is accurate. And they have the staunchest mass mandates. That is also accurate. High However, population density. The, right, the, high, the population density in South Dakota and in North Dakota, which where the virus is affecting one in three people, not one in yeah. 27 like California. Right. Yeah. One in three people. It's just there's not enough people there. So, you know, right. yeah. so, so there's like 800,000 people in the whole state. If you look at per capita, then other states are worse. And, and look at look at Iran. Iran is a theocratic state. Iran only uh, right before Christmas. Which obviously they don't care about Christmas, but I, but right before Christmas, it just so happened that Iran finally did a mandatory mask mandate, and before that they hadn't because 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 the you know the well, theocracy I'll, says Allah, Allah man would can't protect you, right? Allah would well, protect you. Allah, Allah might protect you. That might be part of it, but the main part was is that masks were for women. Yeah. Uh, well, men, that's obviously true. Don't though. you threaten my manhood? Right. I a woman, women, women, wear women. Masks. Should, I know a lot of women that should wear masks. Even bullshit. Oh, Steve, going the there. Though, Steve Cox Pauls are not the opinions of the. <laughs> you don't know these women. You don't know them. So let's get into. Let's get into. Whether I agree or disagree is not of note. Uh, yes. <laughs> the public statement is that the- Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> she should wear a mask. Rosie, wear a, wear a, wear a mask. In the words day. of Dave Chappelle. All right, well, so underwears with even though I may, not, I may not be actually funny, but I am a stand-up comic in a way. Like I'm a, I'm naturally a comic hey, because I always. Uh, you may not be funny, but looks aren't everything. Yeah, but I always try. Like I always gonna if I see something that's funny, a statement that I can make that's funny, I'm gonna say it, and it doesn't oh, matter. Nail it's it, true. You gotta nail it. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a white dude it. doing a Mr. Uh, T joke in Eddie Murphy. But like, but like so, I, I'm not gonna. It's it's really bad for like I knew as I was saying the joke about <laughs> about. Uh, you know, ugly women essentially. Then so it was gonna be like, ah, you, you know. Just, but I'm like, but that's a funny lost. turn of phrase though, to turn it around like that. That's you just lost or won. You either just lost or just won your your race. So the thing uh, is, I'm I'm also. Do you know game. which? Because I have, I have a <laughs> lot of yet. work in front of me that maybe I'll just skip out on. If I'm <laughs> apparently not the same, they will vote for you just for making fun of people. So oh. I'm, 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 I'm in the flow same. State, flow state just keeps it going with the uh, <laughs> women. I'm in the, I'm in the same camp where if it's funny, 
Sorry, yeah. guys. I gotta say it. Yeah. Like it, the joke is too pure. The yeah. joke right there. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. And then you apologize if you have to. Like you'll yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah. But apologize like, you know, later. You're, not, you're going through with it, man. <laughs> when you stay out, when you stay out now. drinking when you know you should be home with your wife. So follow yeah. through is what separates the greats from the amateurs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, can be a, you can be a professional or you can be the goat. The goats Agreed. always follow through. One hundred percent agree. There's there is a really, really and I'm not gonna get into the whole story, but there was uh, I've I've kind of been known in my motor in the motorcycle industry where I've worked for for like 20 years um, as being the guy that doesn't have a filter out of his mouth. <laughs> and I've gotten in trouble so many times just because the joke was too good. And I'm like, well, here it. we go. <laughs> it's, this is happening now. And then but you, you know, it's probably gotta cost tr- me thousands of dollars. <laughs> but you got to trust your skills also to get you out of the set mess you put yourself into knowingly. Well, because the, the joke is so worth it. Yeah, I agree. But the problem is, is my personality is I, there's nothing I love more than watching other people squirm. So like if I, if I can say something funny and then just stay like stoic about it and let them stew in it, the mm-hmm. longest I could possibly let them do that, the better. And so I, I it, it kind of ruins the follow through of I'm sorry or anything like that when you're just kind of like, eh? He, just up, like, he, wakes up, he wakes up and pisses excellence. I, I, just, I'm the just king of doing water. that. I will, I, will, I will say some stuff and just be totally deadpan about it. Yeah. Like yeah. to this That's day, my wife sometimes way. still doesn't know if I'm joking or not. And I'm like, you should know. Yeah. You should know about it. I now. want people to be guessing in, in real oh, my life. Wife, I think my wife said to me today, she said, um, she said to me today, she goes, well, she was trying to remember. She, we, we went to, we went hiking uh, with the kids and we saw somebody came up to her and they said, hi, Melissa. It was a Hispanic guy. And she was like, she knew it was an employee, an ex-employee of hers that recognized her. And she was like, I was going to, I couldn't remember his name. She's like, I know it started with a J. And I was like, well, a Hispanic guy whose name starts with a J. It's, there's a broad That's a spectrum lie. there, right? I'm right. like, I'm, I'm like, it, it might end with a Z too. I mean, like that doesn't really narrow it down. And she's like, oh, why would you say something like that? I'm like, look. Because it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay. Like you have, not to say that there aren't other, tro- you know, I won't say that's a trope, but there are stereotypes and, and things that are true. Yeah. yeah or white people yeah. as well. How many of white people named course. Smith or Jones? You know, Smith Jones or or the first name Michael, you know, uh, the most common name in the world, ironically, is Mohammed. The most common last name in the world is Lee. But there are no Mohammed, almost no Mohammed Lees because they're from different cultures. So um, because they battle the death for for supremacy. I would I would put money on Bruce Lee against Mohammed. That Lee would fucking. Uh, You are drunk right now. Oh, Bruce, Bruce, right Lee? Bruce Lee is so fast. There's no way even a day. Bro, bro. you can't be five foot three trying to fight the heavyweight <laughs> champ who fought George Foreman for a 63 day oh, no. rumble in the jungle. I'm talking about Muhammad of Islam faith, not Muhammad Ali. Ali, oh, watch out, man. The the fight. <laughs> oh, so you're talking Muhammad Ali. Okay, so. No, no, Muhammad, Muhammad. Like the Muhammad. actual. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He could take him. He would have had no chance against Mohammed because mm-hmm. Mohammed was a, you know, he led armies and I'm sure he never would have gotten to him. I got well, it. And he had a winged, a winged horse. He had a horse oh, with he wings. He rode in like the Scorpion King and uh, just I mean, took out. Same graphics. I've been waiting to find a, a horse with wings. I, I think Pegasus, I, I, that's what I'm waiting for. And then I'll, I'll finally get like a barn or whatever you need. You need like an aviary for a flying horse? Yeah, what do you put a flying horse in? 
like one of them joints at the zoo, like when they have like the eagles, like the birds of prey. So it's just yeah, like yeah, an aviary. Chain the horse yeah. to the ground so it's flying around with its neck down all the time trying to get away. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh doing circles. God. Like You guys are the, overthinking the problem. The cut humanity. The yeah. Oh, so, and then it wouldn't oh. be a flying horse. Oh, no, you, you don't have to cut the wings. That's so brutal. Dude. The you opinions of Mikey Fominier. You just got to check the feathers. You, right. you, right. right. you said you would de-wing a flying horse, therefore making it Dear not Peter. a flying horse. Dear and no Peter. one wants to come see it now because you made it a regular horse. He just made a horse. He invented the horse when we had yeah. Pegasus. Listen, I didn't say I was going to throw away the wings. I would keep them on display, and they would see oh, like them. Like mount them on the wall like a church. Yeah. So yeah, that then you was the wings on the wall. Take a picture with the wings coming for, out. Yeah. For obvious reasons, you guys, I had to remove the wings from the horse because yeah, because it's it dangerous a- to have a horse just flying around. <laughs> you should have you should have put them on a pig, and then pigs would fly. Listen, do you know ro- horses have rock feet? They're, they're monsters. They don't deserve to live. He's lucky I'm keeping them in my zoo in the first place. You just turn them into glue. You're Peter. Yeah, the horse. Uh, you and Michael Vick are both in. in pro- <laughs> yeah, you're going to make a Michael Vick route. All right, so we got to get to this tape. Let's get to it. Um, here oh, is. Can I tell you one more piece of news, real quick? Because I think it's funny. It was relevant to what we were talking about not long ago. Just one no. quick thing. No. Tell us about Peter. No, because uh, I, because I'm in the motorcycle industry. Like that industry is, I I would guess, 90% conservative. So like close to 90% Trump supporters, which, you know, isn't good. Except for the three that are on this show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're three for three. But um, one of the guys in the industry who used to race uh, motocross or whatever um, on my Facebook page bet me $1,000 four days after the election that Donald Trump was going to be president. Oh, that's in, easy money. In, wow. In and then doubled it like a week and a half ago to $2,000 like a week and a half ago. I'm run like, yeah, thing. dude, I'm in. Like, let's go. He's got to make it a, con- a campaign contribution. Hey, run me that dust, dude. Yeah, oh run that. God. You're getting two stimulus checks. Oh, it's going to be a big day. It's going to be. I and I can't already. even believe it. Like, the what world does this guy live in? Where he literally thought that Donald Trump was still uh, going to win the election. Okay, he, lives of in a world, he lives in a world. It's a crazy. Lot of, a lot of fucking people live in that world right now. I would say somewhere around 60 million people live in that fucking Blows world. Blows my right mind. Now, right now. Like, so, is it, are we out of hope? Like, do we have no actual hope? Is that what you're saying? Because that's right. what it feels like. It feels like right. there's no hope. Like, if this is. <laughs> If there's like 60 million people who are like Donald Trump, who's a billionaire, who's never done shit for anybody but himself his entire life, is the hero that our nation needs. And everybody against <laughs> Donald. Oh, you know, I, don't oh really, I don't really like how they're picking on him. They're just oh. picking on him. They're just picking on the billionaire billionaire president. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell's going on? Yeah, before you four years ago they didn't have shit to say. Oh my god. Like, Yo, he's from Kenya. Look at that monkey wife he's got. They didn't have oh, shit yeah. to say then. You mean, you mean Michael? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Michael, yeah. Michael yeah. Obama. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't I was have talking about Michelle Obama's arms. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the reality is that she, she could probably kick their ass. ass. Yeah, they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have no shit. They didn't have no Cape Crusader complex back then. No, back then no. they were defending women. They weren't defending the presidency. Then they were like, well, shit, she is a monkey. I mean, look at her. And they would just say this shit on the internet. I'm like, uh, they still say it. They still say it. 
Windows print screen, and I'll just save those for the next time. And then for sure. And all you gotta do, all you gotta do is Google Michelle Obama, like chimp, and there's endless pages. Endless pages of. of I I feel like with the government interference and stuff, if I just Googled that, I'd end up on some list. Like so, I'd end up in the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. You probably end up in a whole bunch of pro-Trump stuff. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> on the mailing list. Dear Patriot. Dear yeah. Patriot. <laughs> you know, I've had, I, I'm pro gun, and I've had a couple different gun organizations send me paperwork to be like, hey, uh, fill this out and sign it. And if you sign that you won't do these, all things that I actually support, I actually support the things that they're saying in these, in these uh, documents. I'm like, yeah, this is true. This is true. Like 90%, I support what they're saying. And then, but at the end, it always says, like, it, there's a paragraph that says, um, if you if you don't respond in a positive fashion to this, then we are going to publish on our website that you are unfriendly to guns oh, wow. and all this other shit. And so I've never turned it in because of that. I'm like, fuck you. Like, that is such That's- a bullshit thing to do. I actually agree with you on almost everything you're saying. And no, like, I'm not signing your stupid shit because you're such a dick about it. You're like an authoritarian trying to force everybody's hands. Right, you know? right. It's Patriot. awful. Patriotism yeah. at its finest. Yeah. Well, you know, self-proclaimed patriots. Um, can we get? Can we get to? Yeah. Get let's, to yeah, let's, get the, let's get. Let's get to the tape. Okay. It's so this is, tape that I've never heard about. This is this is uh, Trump on with uh, the Georgia Secretary of State on the and phone the, and, the, and the lawyer uh, yesterday. I got. I'm gonna make. Oh, this it's like a leak. Lot. Is this like a leak tape? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a lot. So DCK Punk asked, "What's up with what Steve up to? He's about to be." Uh, it's not punked, but he's about to listen live. And then we'll talk about some other. This is a clip. This is not the whole tape. Whole tape's an hour and two minutes. But here is uh, the most, the most, the most, the most circulating part. Oh, this is going to be good. We have won this election in Georgia based on all of this. And there's, there's nothing wrong with, with saying that, Brad. You know, I mean, having, the, having a correct – the people of Georgia are angry. And these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even. And the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have, the data you have is wrong. Okay. Just so we can talk a little bit and YouTube doesn't take us down, you may proceed. We will go. I don't think YouTube will take us down for this. This is just, there's no music here, but let's go. Now, do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. People are saying. Uh, Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. Ryan Germany. No, Dominion has not um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having. Well, but no, but, but have they moved? Have they have they moved? Listen to the goalposts moving here. Watch. At first, he said, <clears throat> "He's digging." He, he has no idea about anything. 
He's just, well, he's, he's just going off of rumors. People tell him rumors. They read an yeah, but they, they, These are rumors that are like started by his team or him. And it's <laughs> like, oh, I heard. They're uh, certified. They're certified. He's I told people to say this. And I heard <laughs> other people say this. Yeah, yeah. But he starts oh, you with know saying, what I heard? I heard myself say this thing. <laughs> right. And they start by saying he took out the machines. And then he goes, oh, no, 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 no. They didn't take out the machines. And this is what he says. The inner parts of the machines and replace them with other parts. <laughs> no. So they took out the pancreas and they replaced it with robotic parts. So we I love the response. No. That's <laughs> not really how those machines work. <laughs> All right. So here's the rest of the. Like, like he's saying that leave the shell. Of the machine, like the whatever the outside part what is. What saying? That they took out all the. I'm sure that they're saying that they took out all the incriminating, like forensic stuff that could be checked. But of course they did. My wife so, was. T- my wife worked as an election judge. And she was a poll worker. Is she, she an like, expert on machines? Is she an IT guy? Like, I worked on the Dominion machine. Does she own ten percent like, of Dominion stock? She's <laughs> like, that's not how I work. I wish we did. Uh, but she's like, that's not how that works. Uh, she's like, this, it doesn't work like that. This this uh, is ludicrous. Why are you listening? I'm like, you got a podcast. It's like that old ass, <laughs> that old ass Republican uh, congressman from Alaska, probably 20 years ago, who in maybe 15 years ago in describing the Internet, they asked him to, to describe what the Internet was. And he said it was a series of tubes. Yeah, <laughs> this is what this sounds uh, like to me. So the like, funny thing that they're doing here, look, is th- this is this is going to provide some context. So he knows that this is bullshit, and the reason why he knows is because he's he keeps moving the conversation, moving the conversation, moving the conversation. the The end result is always the same. It was stolen from me, but the the yeah, way Donald Trump stolen, can't possibly lose anything, right? No, absolutely not. But the he way won, it was stolen, you're gonna get sick of winning. Is gonna be so much winning. <laughs> Are we great yet? I'm just keep wondering that too. But uh, the. Um, I thought we were keeping it great, so that implies that we are keg, great. Yeah, keg. Well, then he changed the tagline from from keg to like something else. This was just ridiculously stupid. I can't remember what it was. I mean, but, it's, but 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 like honestly, like build back better. <laughs> like holy shit, man! This is. They must have been well, listening to okay, nobody about how nobody, to mess fucking message because <laughs> nobody's awful. Nobody thinks that Biden. Like I didn't even know what Biden's saying was. Build that's back better. Bad. Yeah, that's was, how bad it, was, his- it was. Just really uh, like poor alliteration. Somebody was just like, you know what? We should start it all with a B because Biden starts with B. So then we'll just have three other words to start with B. Let's figure out what three B words oh, we God. can turn into a um, thing. Uh, <laughs> I, think that's I didn't even us. think of that. But <laughs> sensible? No, no, not that. Better. That's better. all it is. I'm but a word people, guy. So like, then you had people say that that build back better means the exact same thing as make America great again. Yeah, of course it does. So, yeah, precisely <laughs> yeah. the same thing. All right, we yeah. continue on. You sure, Brian? I'm sure. You should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I know you don't. No, no, Wait, no. You don't have, you don't have, not even close. You got, you're off by hundreds of thousands of votes. I won by 400,000 votes. You know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a, you know, that's a criminal. Man, he's starting to lose that. it. He's getting really upset. And, and, you know, you can't let that happen. That's, that's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyers. That's a big risk. Oh, uh, I want to see but him this mad in person once. What's that? I want to see him this mad in person once. I just want to be in the room when he's this angry at something. I just want to see it. 
Well, believe me, it's going to get more interesting. So, okay, okay. Alex, in my opinion, based on what I've heard, and they are removing machinery, uh, and they're moving it as fast as they so you said can. They were shredding ballots, both of which are criminal fines, and you can't let it happen. And you are letting it happen. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. <laughs> no, you are notifying. Hey, no, I wanted to. Okay, so this is the this is the, this is key here. Okay, this is the part. This is the part okay, right here. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I would interrupt the real president, like if it wasn't a recording. <laughs> we know you would. We know you would. But this is this is the part right here that is really getting the tread right now. Mm, Both of which are criminal fines, and you can't let it happen. And you are letting it happen. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? Uh, we won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. What are we going to do? It's going to be very costly. Anyways. All right, let, let me play that. Let me play that part real quick one more time. All right. What are we gonna do? Listen what a to little me. bitch. Listen, 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 but listen to what he says here again. All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more than we have. So, so 11,779 is the lead. Yeah, he said, which is one more than we have. But I, when he, he said that probably, number a million times. He wants yeah. he wants to get, he said, he said 11, I, thought, I thought he lost Georgia by more than that, to be honest with you. It was about 12,000 votes. Nah, that's but, pretty good. Like, I listened to the whole hour, and he must have said 11,779. Oh, okay. 40 times. So you know, based on whatever information he has, that's what he that's done. what that's what he lost by. I hadn't seen that number beforehand. I thought it was thirteen, but whatever. Yeah, he's, well, well, he, well, he wants to find eleven thousand votes so he can just make it close. Like I want yeah, to. He wants to only lose by hundred. He even said, "Find it." Like during this hour, he's like to even put the election in doubt. That and he he revealed his hand there. He just, I just want to put this election in doubt so I can hold on to power for a little longer while we quote unquote investigate. Yeah, yeah, we always need you know? more time to figure yeah. this out, and, and, he then, must, and then and then I'll do the right thing. Yeah, during but only, and, I don't do the right thing before it's time to right. do the right thing. And during that, I hour, do the right thing only when that's appropriate. About, oh, you're going to see. Oh, it's certified. These numbers are certified, or they're going to be certified. It's just going to take some time. You just need time. You know, the truth is going to come out. You'll see. Like, motherfucker, man, you come on. They and here's the thing in Georgia. Then they do a recount, a hand recount. They did another recount. They did a signature verification, and everything came out virtually the same. Yeah, correct. Am I wrong? Can I can I, well, can I interject to you guys with a little bit of Cornell Law School dot edu? Hmm. Hmm. Let me uh. Let me. Let's show man. Share screen. So okay. what we have here is 52 U.S. Code, subsection 20511, and that's criminal penalties. Um, so a person in an election, uh, including an election official uh, who is in who in any election or federal office, we're going to skip down to number two because that's where it's pertinent here, um, knowingly and willingly, willingly, willfully deprives 
defrauds or attempts to deprive or defraud the residents of a state of a fair and impartiality conducted election processed by, let's go down number two, or number B, the procurement, casting, or tabulation of ballots that are known by the person to be materially false, fictitious, yeah, yeah. or fraudulent under the, the law fraud. of the state yeah. in which the election you know, is held. Almost every type of fraud is actually against the law. That's you know, crazy. So, <laughs> I know. Crazy Weird. that. You're yeah. asking this man to commit a crime so that you can win. Yeah, but yeah. Th- these are criminals. That's not weird. Like, you are fake news. They, oh, they, these are criminals. So of course, of course, yeah, of course. Like, but here's the thing. This is this is. There's a couple of things here. One is I like I I have a tweet thread about this that if people search my my tweets they, they got a lot of traction because it was talking about um, elections in general. Like, um, there's a show a documentary on HBO called Kill Chain. Um, it's a documentary. So write that down because you got to watch it. You should watch it. And it's not about whether or not Donald Trump is right. And as far as I'm concerned, from what I've seen as, a, as a, an elected or, you know, as of somebody running for elected office and and as I've, you know, parsed together from reading and a bunch of other stuff, our elections are really, really poorly secured. Um, yep. And it's not from outside threats. It's not everybody wants to talk about Russia all the time. No, it's it's us. It's the people here doing it that are that are uh, messing with this stuff. You know, in 2018, I got more votes in parts of the district where I had never set foot than I did in the di- parts of the districts where I knew I was going to have uh, way more support. And I'm like, huh? Like th- what? I mean, it's possible, but it was my first time. So I just kind of like, I'll do it again. Well, you and, clearly rigged the voting machine. Well, something's weird. And so like in this Kill Chain one, they talk about that one of the types of voting machines in this Kill Chain documentary, they talk about one of the types of voting machines that they use in Georgia um, is a, it, you, you, you fill out like a Scantron like you would in school, you know, the dots. And then you, uh, fin- you, you know, so you vote on that and then you feed it into the machine. The machine prints out. Uh, a uh, QR code on a piece of paper and you're like, oh, so then you get the QR code and then you scan that into a second machine next to the first machine. And that's the one that actually counts your vote. And your only receipt is the scan is this QR code. Like that's all you get. And I don't know about you, but I can't read QR codes. Can you guys read QR codes? Liberals can. Liberals can do that. Oh, okay. Well, that's good yeah, for you, state, but I can't. The deep state invented them. <laughs> Because but, but, they're, they're the sign of the, the matrix. Beat. But think about you're you're putting the all these the steps. What are these steps about? Like, why would you even do that? Like that that is a that's an asinine second step to it should just be you put it in and then that's your vote counted, right? That that should be it. Why is there a second step? You know? And people need to be aware, like this sounds conspiracy theorist or whatever, but the bottom line is is nobody really knows. Like the ins and outs of this, like in California, we have mail-in voting uh, for almost everybody and you've mail in your vote. And it says if your vote was counted, so you can go on the website and it'll say that they counted your vote. But right. there's no way to verify all of them, right, that the that the actual total is correct, right? It's it's All you can do is verify that yours was not nullified. But if they're adding votes or doing anything nefarious on the other end of that, then they, they are nullifying uh, real votes, right? By doing that, like that's the that's the whole point. And the thing is, is um, in that in that uh, kill chain documentary, they showed one particular voting poll place in Georgia in the 2018 election for governor gubernatorial race, and um, in that election, 
there was one particular polling place where one machine out of like 11 or 12 machines, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like this. Like if there was 12 machines, 11 of the machines had 60-40 in favor of the Republican candidate, right? 11 of them were like that. And then the 12th one was like 90-10 in favor of the Republican candidate. So that's not statistically really possible. I mean, the, the odds of that happening in a random room where people randomly end up at these machines all day voting and having one machine end up that way while all the other ones are all the same, um, it, that's a big problem. So obviously that one was miscounting votes. It was obviously doing it. And they figured out that you can actually hack into those machines from the parking lot, even if they're not online, because you can just get on their Wi-Fi signal and go in there and change their code. <laughs> okay. But so, so here's the thing. Let me, let me address that. Um, what you just said was mostly true. Um, but the, but this is something that obviously I've had a lot of conversations with people right now who are talking about that and using that as evidence saying, Hey, Stacey Abrams had the election still. Oh, her, no, no, no. She did not want, but no, no, but, but I'm not saying this is evidence of anything. All I'm, what I would, my actual end point of this is to say that both parties cheat as much as they possibly can because I, they're, they're cheating for control of these massive economies. We're talking about a 20, well, uh, without a, without a, a pandemic, a 22, 23, trillion dollar economy and you don't think that people would cheat like we already have special interest groups paying off all of our politicians to ensure that we do not have actual representation for ourselves and if you believe that the parties or whatever that are paid off by those same special interests or those special interests themselves if you believe that they wouldn't cheat and just rig it for exactly how they want it like that's crazy. They, of course, they would if they could, and we right. don't you have just, enough evidence hit, to say just, why. You, you know, just, or that you it's just hit on the key true. though. You just hit on the key though. When there and there's two, there's two, there's two things I want to say to this. Number one, they would they if they could. Absolutely, both parties would. The of question course. is the question, and is, they do do they do and. In some small cases, absolutely, but widespread is a completely different thing. Mm. Now, I am against all election fraud. I want to get all of it wiped out, and I am all for taking for bringing in a system that would that would change that. I mean, but yeah. the thing is this though: with Dominion specifically, um, this may not be true of other systems. And there, and I'm gonna probably rant for a second here, so I apologize. Okay, but no with the Dominion, you get a paper copy as well as an electronic copy. So even if I switch, and as they did with the Abrams votes, even if these votes were switched by the machine, they do not switch the paper receipt that the voter has. That is how, newsflash, to everybody out there talking about this, that is how they caught the problem that he's referring to in the first place because they went back and when they did the audit and they said, look, we've got paper ballots that match up with this. So we know that there's a, there, there is a skew in this machine. The same thing happened with the Dominion machines in um, Michigan. Well, it's not the same thing. That one was a, a different problem, but again, they caught it and they told that they bring people bring this up and they say, Oh, well, what about these machines we found in Michigan? You didn't find shit. Michigan told you, Hey, we fucked up and we fixed it. Right. So then they right. say, well, but if it happened there, it must have been happening everywhere. And therefore it uh, wasn't. It was only the there only is one no, honest but the, was that. But the problem is, is we need to have election systems that are trustless, where trust is not required, where it's not required. It needs to be designed so that people know that when they cast their vote, it counts. And that's it. 
Sure, like, and, I agree and, with that. And, and that they can verify the counts, they can verify everything else, and they do everything they can all across this country to try and prevent transparency when it comes to elections. They do because you know there's a, a old socialist from a hundred years ago, Emma Goldman. She said, "If if he uh, says voted, socialism, mute them. If, if voting changed anything, they they'd ban it or they'd make it illegal." Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, well, the bottom voting, line is they have always been they have always been rigging votes. They have always been rigging votes, and it's always done in the margins. It's a couple percentage here, a couple percentage there. They've been doing it forever, and every every so, sort of fix that they bring in, I'm convinced, all of those fixes always have something built into them to prevent you know to to allow this sort of cycle to continue. There's a, a during the 2016 election, I was doing just deep diving on the on Google back when Google worked, and and the the uh, <laughs> before they prioritized stuff and you couldn't find like the really deep stuff, you know, um, and and I found out that like one of the one of the members of the Open Society Foundation, which is uh, George Soros, is like that's the big one for the right. Oh, you said socialism and, and Soros now too. Open oh. Society Foundation, one of the board members. One of the board members on the Open Society Foundation outright owned a voting machine company that had like 25% of the voting machines in our country or something like that. Some some pretty high number. And he outright owned it. And his only job up to that point had been as a public servant in Europe. Like he was, you know, like a, a I don't know, a mayor or a clerk. Right in in Europe, and and somehow he had the money to buy this entire uh, voting machine company and own it. He owned it outright, and like I saw that in 2016. And you know, it's just like you you right. they have the board members listed right on the website, and you just go right to, the, and then you're like, who's the CEO of this whatever? And it's his same person. I, I get that. So, but at so the same I'm, time, though, you know, people- I'm just saying like that's not a growth industry. Like this isn't a good investment if you're a good businessman. It's only really a good investment if you plan on using it. To, to actually do things that are otherwise financially beneficial for you and your friends. Like that's well, really the only reason why that would be done. I, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I completely tie, I agree with that because they're there. They are still businesses. They're government contracts that are awarded and you get income for winning that government contract. So there is income that comes from it outside of, you know, now that's not to say that people don't have ulterior motives and sinister motives. I completely think that that is true. But just because you own a voting company, just like if you play in the NFL or if you do whatever else you do, you're allowed to have political interests, right? That, that you don't you don't waive your right to be political, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, yeah, but or being a, or whoever. Being, having political interests isn't the same as as actually denying people their, uh, you know, their right to democracy, their right to self self-government. You know, they, that's not nobody has the right been to doing do that, that to felons for eons. I mean, we, we, have been, we can't we also can't I know, assume I know. that because a Republican or a Democrat owns a company that has a part in the electoral system that therefore we cannot trust. I that think it's, I think it's healthy to assume that that's and then, and then let them prove you wrong. But I think that you should probably always assume that if somebody in government or, or actively involved in politics owns something that is beneficial to one or the other, that could be beneficial to one or the other sides of this thing, that it will be beneficial to one of the other sides of these things. I think that that's the right way to look but at it because, it, you know, thing, let's though. not be naive about the, what people want to do. Our, they, see, they, don't, we, they don't care. What I, what I fear is this, is that people will take what you're saying and say, oh, well, Trump is right then. No, that, no, Trump's a moron. Because what you're, like like you said, <laughs> no, if, I know. if there is cheating, 
it's yeah. done in the margins. In the margins, it, yeah. You know, this or that. I wouldn't and even I'm say, willing, I wouldn't I'm say to, it's a percent here or there. I would say, well, I would well, say that's it's in true the fraction in general, of percentage. I would say it's in the fraction. Like, but if you look at like the Democratic primaries and you look at how exit polls primaries are completely, completely different. There's a lot of funny You're completely stuff right about that. The primaries yeah. are completely different. So, but well, again, I'm just saying I don't want people like, to you know, say to to take what you're saying, which no, is plausible. In 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 the it's a good policy. Of, it's a good policy to be skeptical of people who have yeah, power. But and, to and say to, to to I don't want people to extrapolate that and be like, oh well, then then Trump is right. He must right, have right, really right. won this by. There's, you know, like like no. at, at one point during the 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 call, they were talking about dead people that voted in Georgia. Yeah, and they were talking about five or six thousand people that were dead voted, and uh, the Secretary of State was like, "Oh, we looked into that very deeply, and it was two, two, <laughs> two, 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 like not two thousand, no, two, two, no, and, and, in, two. and in almost every case of that dead people happen. voting, it's a junior mm-hmm. who who oh, so who, it's a mistake. It's just a so still uses, who, who still yeah. uses mom and dad's address or something like right. of that nature. And, you know, and, and like, I'm that's, a junior. So my, you, if I still use sense. my parents' address, right. it, would, it would be, I mean, not technically a junior because we have a different middle name, but it's so right. it, I very easily could have shown up on that list if I still use my oh, folks' address. Okay, so let me clarify. But my dad's alive. Donald but, Trump Donald Trump is a complete moron, and he lost this race by a lot, and he probably actually could have won if he would have actually done anything right. Even in whether it's this pandemic or handling, you know, the violence and, and whatever police violence, et cetera. Um, you know, I mean, the guy I'm not an anti-Trump guy. I'm, I mean, I'm anti-Trump because I don't like Trump, but I'm not like, you know, by default or whatever. Like whatever, he does you're something saying good. whatever policy he does, you don't hate it because he did. Oh, no, right. Exactly. Right. That's, yeah, right. that's how we are. So so like. Um, you know, he Except brought, Mikey, he's he Antifa, brought, he hates everything. He, well, Antifa would be in favor of uh, the criminal justice reform. You remember the life series the, the commercials? They said Mikey. Signed into law, and he pushed that through with the help of uh, Kim Kardashian um, or whatever, like through. It was Kanye, actually right? her, it was actually the legal team behind her that. that well, I'm sure it was. Law. I'm not I, I don't think she showed up and knocked on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue on the door. It was like, hey, Johnny. Okay. I, I bet you her showing up in the meeting. Definitely swayed some votes. <laughs> oh yeah, depending on what, what kind of pencil skirt she had on. But, 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 but go ahead, go ahead. But where I'm going with this is that like, um, if you would have just showed some empathy for people dying in this pandemic, if you would have done anything it to assuage it, I think he actually could have still won. Like, like the Democrats definitely did everything they could possibly do to lose. They did everything they could have done. To lose, they nominated the least popular candidate yet again, the second time in a row. They, 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 uh, you know, the guy's out of touch. He talks about young people and says that they're like, you know, give me a break. Like, I have no empathy for these kids. Like, they, like, and they nominate a guy who, who wrote the first draft of the Patriot Act, who, who's authored the 1994 crime bill that put millions of mostly people in, of color in prison for victimless right. crimes and sure. extended the death penalty to include victimless crimes. Right. And, and voted, not only voted for the Iraq war, but pushed for the Iraq war for five years before we went to war in Iraq. And, on top of that, he was in office. He was the vice president when the 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 cages at the border were built, right? Like it was part of his policy. Like he owns that. He's the vice president. That's part of his deal. And and they nominate that guy in these times. 
right? Like that was everything they could have done to lose and they still managed to win. Donald Trump lost because he's a moron. He's a moron. He had every opportunity to win and and he lost. Is is we're like that, those comments that you made, everything as you were saying, and I was zooming them through the fact checker in my head. And and, and the, the truth is, is important. Like we don't, we're not here to defend Joe Biden. I don't think any, like once he takes office, it's open season on him then, right? I mean, it should always be open season. Yeah, because we're, we're here to, we're here to basically um, observe and report on politics and the news media. So, you know, if there's something that's true on the Republican side, then it's true on, of course. True on the Republican side. Haas yeah. says all the time, if Fox News tells me that two plus two equals four, then guess what? It's four. That's like his catchphrase. Yeah. But what I will say regarding, though, the, um, the, the, the voting machines, and this is the, the, one, the one piece of evidence that I found to be interesting um, that, uh, that like, because I looked at everything, right? Like whenever they would come up with this stuff, I'd watch these YouTube videos for these right-wing conspiracy theorists and stuff like that. And, you know, like with the suitcases and everything, I did a live video on the suitcases, right? And kind of debunked that to a degree. Um, but the, like, there's one statistic <clears throat> that, I thought was somewhat profound. Um, And that was that Joe Biden across the country won by 0.5% on every, on every voting machine, except for two. And on, I'm sorry, he won by an average of 0.5% unless you include heart and dominion on, on dominion systems. He was, 2.0% 2.0% above Trump, where on non-Dominion systems, he was 0.5% above Trump. And Hart was actually 4% above. That's interesting. Okay. I'd never heard of it broken now, down by, it, by it, company. It, I That's went through and I did all of this. However, and so when I looked at that, I thought to myself, I said, okay, self, this is interesting oh, data. Oh, I looked at it. It was fact-checked, right? He actually, and, he actually and talks and to it, himself. And it's true, okay? it's I do talk to myself. It's true. This, this is true. However... There are four systems where Trump went above the norm on the other end. So be, just and if you think about it, statistically speaking, if somebody if, if you have a, 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 the, pers- the, the aggregate percentage and I, I did better on this particular machine that put me above the skew. Yeah, there could be a million reasons. To bring you back to the percentage, you have to have the other guy do better than the percentage on like, another machine. It, literally, it, it, it could literally be as easy to understand that as understanding that, like, for example, if it's the Dominion machines where the Biden did the most, the best or whatever, it could just be possible that the salesperson or the sales team for the Dominion company um, happens to be connected into the Democratic Party and that particular state or regions, uh, you know, uh, elections or, you know, the secretary of state there or whatever is a Democrat. Therefore, they're more likely to buy this machine and their people are already lean Democrats. So, of course, it's going to skew a little Democrat, if it skews one way or the other, it could be that simple. Yeah, they're never going to add up machine to machine. Every machine is no. not going to be 0.66631%. There's right. going to be there's going to be stati- uh, a statistical de- deviation um, right. from 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 that. So, but the um, noise. Oh, by the way, and I do have the by the way the new um, 
By the way, we should just have one company. If we're going to have any voting machines at all, why doesn't the United States government that's go not ahead a, and that's take care of That's not a bad that? idea. The problem is, is that they've deferred everything to the states, and the states are responsible for those contracts. And actually, it's not the states. It's the I wonder why. It's so weird because, you know, for all these years, all these years after 2016, four years now, we've had all these Democrats talking about how we have to fix the security of our elections. And all they ever talk about is Russia or, you know, whoever else is going to hack in China. They're going to hack in and like sabotage our democracy or whatever. They never talk about if the CIA might do such a thing or the or the NSA might do such a thing. Or the FBI might do such a thing. <laughs> like they never talk about if a Democratic Party or the Republican Party might do such a thing. They're always talking about that. But even then, they never actually got around to passing the bill. Isn't that interesting? They're like, oh, we really got to do this, everybody. You're, yeah. You're, and then they never did it. You're preaching to the choir. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, the is that? We're, we're not. Yeah. We, we know that the Democratic establishment is corrupt. The, the question is, like I said, we... Oh. We go well, back and we quantify not... data and no, we look no, at no, data and we see the data that's that. there. And then and like if they were to come out five years later and said, oh, you know what? We, we, we finally finished this analysis and we found that there was X, Y, Z fraud. Yeah. Then I would say, OK, let's let's let, let's do something about that. Now, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't give a shit that it cost Trump his election. And I well, say yeah, that happily I mean... because Trump is a cancer and maybe it was just God who came in and changed the votes. But obviously we don't have any of Jesus. that. And until and it's and here's the this this is we gotta get to the humidor, but this is a very, very interesting. Did we finish the point. tape? Oh yeah, we finished it. So this is a very important point. Okay. I don't, we, I don't know that we've talked about this. We might have I might have mentioned this before. This is all true, by the way. You can go and look at Fox News interviews with Brad Pascal, who used to be Trump's um, campaign manager, along with Kellyanne Conway and Jared Kushner, they were in charge of the campaign. He's a smart <clears> guy, <throat> that Brad Pascal. He came Brad up with Pascal that. is smart. Yeah, he's very and, smart. He, he came up with that phrase uh, about about religion. He said, "You know, I'd rather bet uh, that there is a God and then be wrong than bet you know that there isn't one and be right." I have the same uh, no, it's with, with guns. It's I'd like, rather be careful and wear uh, a mask or have a gun. It is the same thing, but I was hoping that somebody there would have uh, would have known that uh, that was Pascal's wager. Pascal's yeah, Pascal's wager. Yeah. Which would, would play back to his name. Be like, like I was confusing him for the historical guy from like 600 years ago. I but, caught it. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, Mikey. I'm busy watching Trans or Z in that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Brad Pascal, um, to to narrow this, to to wrap this up, Brad Pascal believed Trump when he said, and let's not forget, this isn't Trump has cried fraud since the Iowa primary. He he was he accused Ted Cruz of fraud. He he was Hillary of fraud. Who's going to defend Ted Cruz? You want to raise a hand and defend Ted Cruz? Nope, nobody so you, here. You would never commit fraud. I'm good. But the, but the point is, is he's done it. He's done it. He's done it every single election, and he'll do it the next one. Of course, right? Okay. So the thing is, is Brad Pascal bought into this. He said, "You know what?" And he said this all in a Fox News interview. He said, "I believe that it was going to happen. I know that the president is going to be a victim of fraud because people hate him. So I put together a plan to mitigate." I don't think he used the word mitigate, but, but he, but I'm paraphrasing to, to mitigate the fraud, an anti-fraud plan that he was going to put into effect nationally to make sure 
that there was no that, that he could quell and mitigate fraud that would have that would take place during the 2020 presidential election and make sure that it was a fair election because he believed that in a fair impartial election that Donald yes, Trump would win. Of course, he would win at everything if it was fair and impartial. He would be the Donald greatest Trump. boxer. He would be the greatest golfer. He would be the greatest of ever. Like he would kick Muhammad Ali's ass. He would kick Muhammad Ali's ass in his prime. He would kick Tiger Woods' ass in his prime. <laughs> he's he's, a, he's Jeff, the, Jeff, the Jeff Jarrett of presidential candidates. I'm yeah. the world's greatest singer. The world's greatest dancer. Yeah. The world's greatest he, wrestler. Steve, but, but, Steve, Steve, you're from Chino Hills. He's yes, the sir. LeVar Ball of yeah. politics. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, it's that's, that's sad that he's the LeVar Ball. And yeah. so, but and not LeVar Ball was Trump. It's the opposite. LeVar Ball is God. Uh, but the, <laughs> but but here's the, the crazy part. So Ball, um, Ball, ah, LeVar Ball, he didn't put the plan in the place. Pascal came up with this plan. He presented this plan to Trump and Kushner. Kushner said, this is cool. Gave to Trump. Was that a direct quote? Guess what? Guess what happened? Word. Not a direct quote. Guess okay. what Trump did? Uh, this isn't good enough. Uh, no, worse. Oh. Fired him. What? So here, and, learn, and this yeah. is true. So why did he fire him? Because Brad Pascal didn't realize that if he actually had a plan to mitigate fraud, that it would, that that you can't claim fraud. Right. You can't cry which, fraud. Which you when know you have Trump a has to know plan. that, right? Like Trump, Trump has to know that from his business dealings. That's probably like an old strategy for Trump with all his business dealings and how to screw over people. Yeah, like I bet you that's a total. Take a away the camera time. because if the camera's there, I can't say it was Joe. Right. And I want to say it was Joe. So if I, I yeah. can't say it was Joe, if you have a camera, so you forgot plausible, deni- make plausible deniability. Okay. So this is thing. true. Fact check me. Find, tell me that that's what I just said is not fucking true because he did it. He said, you don't get it, Brad. We're making this shit up. This is all. We just need, we just need the Be idea Reggie. of fraud. So why Brad Pascal still doesn't get it. Brad Pascal believes to this day. I don't know. Any like his Brad. plan. No, that he would have won. The Trump would have won. So, <laughs> Praise um, God. Praise God. We do got to get uh, real quick to. I, I uh, really, I really here. don't like Trump, um, but I don't think that we're going to get anything better just because this other demented morons in office. I think it's going to be basically the same shit. There's a, um, a, a I don't know about the same shit. It'll be very close to the same. It'll be so close to the same that you won't really know. <laughs> like you won't really. Well, know. I don't know. Policy, but the I think it's going to be a little so- bit more different for me. No, than so no it's not bacon. The social part, though, and the rhetoric, well, is what people. Yeah, the Biden. rhetoric is mainly it. That's what drove Joe, eighty million. Joe people Biden. Joe, Joe Biden only threatens to beat people up when he doesn't know he's being taped. Trump does it when he knows he's being taped. He wants to do so- push-ups. <laughs> The media said what? Ha, 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 ha. All right. Uh, we're going to skip Justin Fields. But the, oh, the, see, white uh, privilege. Hey, you, hey no, can I clarify I'll something? You, I'll let you do it. But uh, Steve wants to clarify something real quick. And I, I want to yeah, wrap well, up earlier we where, we were, up. where we were talking about on the, the last topic. But yeah. Go ahead, early, Steve. Early in the show, you guys had mentioned the vaccines, and we got off on a tangent probably because it was stupid I said. Of course. But, but – um, you know, I tweeted a while back and I still feel this way. I'm like, you know, let the uh, we should let the cops and politicians have all the first. And so if they like and my my joke was that if uh, if if it turned out to not be safe, then all we'd have is less cops and politicians. <laughs> so, it's, you know, hey, 
Yeah, it's win-win. Long so, good cops, so long of, as long as any no good cops pass. And so as yeah, long as instead of defund the police, it's vaccinate them. Yeah, yeah. But but in, in truth, like I've read the science behind the the uh, the two dominant vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna one, as far as like they're they're going after the spikes on the outside of the vaccine, and then that's it's setting an immune response based on the spikes, which means that even as the vaccine mutates, as long as the spikes are intact, which is a common thing among coronaviruses, because that's what it's that's where it gets its name. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it mutates, you should still be immune to the mutation, to the new one. And um, in reading all that stuff, I, I think that those vaccines are, uh, uh, I think, probably are going to prove to be worth worthwhile for, for, you know, to end this whole thing so that we can get back to having like a real right. life. Because I want to go really, to the picnic this year. I really want to go to a concert. I, I like know. loud music, yeah. man. I love loud music. There's so much stuff I want to do. My daughter's she was born on Christmas last year, so she's like just getting Aww. to the point. She's just getting to the point of awareness, you know. She's a little bit past one years old, so she she like you know she engages more with her environment. She she's trying to talk to us so much. She she says "Dada" and "Mama," but like you know, otherwise she just makes noises like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or like for when she's referring to dogs, she just goes <laughs> like this because that's what dogs do. <laughs> That's which funny, is, which is yeah. kind of funny, but, but like, um, you know, the point is like, it's just really sad. Cause everywhere she goes, if she goes with, anywhere with us, which is pretty rare, everybody's wearing masks. So it's hard for her to read their faces and to have any I was sort just of going to ask that. Um, I was like, is she having problems? Yeah, it's rough. Reading, and some, reading. Like at first she didn't recognize us, my wife and I, when we put on our masks, she got, you know, she got a little scared. And, mm-hmm. um, so you know, I just want my daughter to be able to like visit her family and, and be able to walk around and get, you know, social cues from other human beings, like, you know, to be able to actually, you know, interact with their environment fully. That's the part that gets me more than anything. I mean, I'm, I'm a hermit by nature. I could stay home forever, but, um, but, but the, I feel bad for my kid. I really want her to have more than this, you know? So from the underground, the podcast, make sure you wear a mask so that we can end this damn pandemic and kids can understand what facial features really are. <laughs> yeah. How they work in part as part of their development. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's important as it turns out. <laughs> well, it is. I have a special needs son too. So I oh, truly get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So real quick, let's, uh, we got to wrap a couple things up here and then we'll get to, uh, to close out with what big Hussein wants to talk about. I did want to show you guys. Um, <clears throat> oh God. No, no, no. Just, uh, <laughs> I want to, I, I want to take, I want to, pardon me while I whip this out. Excuse Sorry. me while I whip this out. So I've got, uh, first of all, just I, we were, what we were talking about before about this tape. Um, I did want to show you this, the disparity here. So you've got an OANN oh, article. Yeah. And the OANN article, obviously, OANN is unapologetically right wing. Uh, It just says President Trump pushes Georgia Secretary of State to reexamine election results and then goes uh, into the story there. And obviously, uh, that is going to be a different headline than what you get from other sources. So if you take a look at if you take a look at the 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 screen from, say, Yahoo, who I, I generally find Yahoo to be somewhat. Unbiased. You read uh, Yahoo's news? Gross. I do. I do. I I, 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 I like Yahoo and Politico for the most part. Yahoo is mostly AP anyway. Yeah. But um, AP is good. 
less Mostly. than perfect call to Georgia officials could also be a crime. I mean, you you have I do have to, I did want to point that out because you do have a pretty obvious disparity here. And so I asked um, I asked a couple of guys who've been on this podcast before for their opinion on this. And I, I do want to show you just and I want to get uh, Mikey and Haas's and 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 and, and Steve's. Uh, no, Steve. Questions on. I, I'll, I'll end up talking way too much, and then there's <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. But this is what they replied to. Okay, so I asked them a question. Um, you guys know who these two guys are. I said to him, I said, I, I'm curious to hear. Um, I'm, I'm, cur- I'm just, I'm curious to take temperature here. I take it neither of you take any issue with. Did they know this was going to be published when they actually? No, uh, but I'm sure they don't care. Um, too bad. So. The I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but what should I take issue with? Did you listen to the entire conversation? I listened to the whole conversation. It was a faculty disciplinary disciplinary hearing. I don't I don't really understand the problem with the call. Maybe you can enlighten me. Press is suggesting <laughs> Trump was unethical and wanting the election officials to re- respond to record requests. Why is there why are they saying this is unethical? They implied Trump was demanding uh, that Ratcliffe find votes for him that doesn't exist. That's a strained interpretation. I get that because of the clips are shared, but when you listen to the entire conversation, it's clear that's not the case. So this is what I wanted to. This is why. So these are one of those guys is a right wing guy. At least they're both they're both right wing guys. Okay, Um, both right wing guys. So question is this: Uh, I did not listen to the whole tape. I listened to, and I know Haas did. So rebuttal what you what Jeff and um, Bobby Lopez just gave us. Okay, so number one, listening to the whole tape. Number A. He goes through the phases of coercion here. At first, he's like, oh, we've got this stuff, and we've got these numbers, and they're certified. Dude says, ah, this this election, this was fine. We didn't find anything. None of the stuff that you're bringing up is factual. So then, or is, I'm sorry, is accurate. So then Trump reiterates the whole thing again, but now it's a you're dumb. Stacey Abrams is laughing at you. Uh, don't you want, wouldn't you, don't you want a real election result? And the dude says, again, what you're bringing up is inaccurate. So then Trump throughout this whole thing is getting increasingly upset. So then he goes to the next phase. Where he's like, oh, this is a crime and you're not allowing it. So you're in dangerous waters, basically. I'm not um, directly quoting him, but he's like, this is a this is a crime and you're letting it happen. So therefore, you're I'm put I'm putting you on notice that (laughs) you're you're basically he's basically intimating that you're party to a corruption and a crime here. You know, well, and, technically and, they are at that moment. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, he's trying to save them from a life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then he's, then he's saying stuff like, you know, uh, we won this by 400, 500,000 votes. All we need, this is the biggest thing. All we need is 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. And we got to find these votes. You know, what can we do? What can we do to find these votes? And, so, and the guy's like, what do you, there's nothing we can do. We've, we've gone up and he went through it. He said, we talked to ex- these people and we talked to them for an hour and a half. And we went point by point by point by point on all of these contentions. We've been to court and 
both sides have stated their case. The, and it's the been ballot a- printers are yeah. on vacation for Christmas. So, you know, we can't. So it's like, and he's like, and then we talk to these people for two hours. Then we talk to these people for two and a half hours. In each case, we've gone point by point by point, demonstrating that what we found is next to zero. Not enough anything, if if anything, to sway this election. And, and, And Trump is, he was getting exceedingly more forceful in how he was trying to basically put his thumb on this guy mm. and, and, and the tone of this sounded straight out of something like uh the godfather let me oh think no he's not clever yeah. enough to come up with any yeah, i mean, I mean like it, it was it was more it was more it was more it was more ham-handed than that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but at the end he's almost like it would be it would be hard it would be well it would be very unfortunate for you to be a party to a crime you know what i mean it would be I, really I, unfortunate how, how if people could, found out about what right. you've done. And then he said, then he says, oh, and oh, it was either him or Mark Meadows that or the, the Trump lawyer that said, you know, we, we're just trying to find a way to deal with this in the spirit of compromise and collectiveness uh, without becoming litigious. <laughs> so there, that's a threat. That's a threat. We're going to take you back to court. So yeah, you know, let me let me let me piggyback in on that. On, yeah, please Look, go before you, before you go. So that's I'm glad you gave me that perfect segue to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I love tons of mice. What up, boy? Um, the people of Georgia are angry. The people of America are angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're it's in, true. They're in turmoil. They're in turmoil. In I think that's Georgia's actually true, but it's not over the election results, right? Or, but when we're talking, but, but if I'm having a conversation about the validity of an election, and you keep repeating this over and over, yeah. the people are yeah. angry, and, and you know, you that's know that this is fraudulent. You know that this is wrong. Well, you can admit a, that. I, I bet. I bet I can prove in court that that's a threat. Yeah, yeah but Don, Donald Trump's the way his brain works is, you know. When he says anything about anybody else, he's projecting. He's talking about himself. Yeah, that's that's all because all he knows is himself. He he's the most selfish person that lives, probably. You know. Yeah. So the thing, so that, like the thing that irritates me though is that I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, no, it's fine. Here, but the um, the Trump supporters have this habit, and this is not to say that people didn't do this for Obama and won't do it for Biden because they will. But it's overwhelming with Trump that it, they did it with Russia. They did it with Michael Flynn. They did it with Ukraine. They did it with Charlottesville. They do it with everything. Out of hand. They say, they say they're taking the con the, the, this out of context. Out of context. You're, you're only playing this one clip. Yeah. Look, if I talk to Haas about football for an hour and a half, Guilty. And it's and it's and then I decide to say, let, let, I'll give you a real example, real life example of, of not an analogy. Rush Limbaugh did a three hour football game. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he and got made, fired. Yeah. And he should have never been doing football. No, he shouldn't way. have been. But he made one comment about Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. That's well, enough. Your comment is what. Yeah, made, except, right? except his comment was that he couldn't be a quarterback because he's black. 
was too right. stupid. That's that. That's the but point. That's, yeah, the that's point exactly is, is the point. That, that, but there, there is no context to that. But but, but they'll go back and they'll say that he was at not just a he was. That's not really what he's saying. If you listen to the right. whole. Said, but in know, some of these cases, and didn't talk true. any bad stuff like the, on the on the Charlottesville thing. If you actually read the transcript, because I haven't heard the whole audio, but if you read the transcript right after he says like the good people on both sides part that everybody like always goes with and goes with, like immediately afterwards he was like he was like, but I don't condone white supremacy. Those people are bad or whatever. Like he immediately but that's afterwards the whole thing is that because but but when you say that okay. You're right. No, so sometimes, we, we know that, sometimes we know that it is said, out of context, but in this case, it's not out of context. Well, he did the same thing at the debates when he said, Proud Boys, stand back, stand by, right? Oh, he, my God. Ooh. He gets his messages in, number one. And number yeah. two, and then he asks when you say, they- when you say, I'm sorry, when you say there's good people on both sides, of course I, dis, of course I disown white supremacy. Donald Trump's interpretation and the people who listen to that and hear that their interpretation of what white supremacy is, is oh, not the same as what white supremacy is. That's they are they He is putting a picture into their head or uh, I shouldn't say that they have a picture already in their head. Yeah, yeah. Americans he in their head that of that white supremacy is six guys dancing around a burning cross in Mississippi and anything else other than that is not white supremacy. So therefore, he okay. he's, he's he's only condemning the part of it that he acknowledges to be white supremacy. That's not yeah, to that say that what, that everything you hear is white supremacy, but right, it right, is right. to say that that systemically speaking and historically right. speaking, white supremacy. The, but it's for, a false premise. Large, Whatever they believe is a false premise because obviously that's not what white supremacy is. That's not the limitations of white supremacy. White supremacy right, but they're, is they're pigeonholing is, it into right. one particular character. Yes, you're yeah, right. If you're Donald not saying Trump the N word and wearing a wearing a swastika tattoo, it's not right. racist. Yeah. Right, exactly. So uh, what is the Arthur Martyrs thing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Last last little thing. So just let's play the what if game. Sure, sure. Marvel what if? Comments out next. He oh. said, "What if he said, I'll pardon you if you do this?'" Well, he didn't say that, did he? So yeah, I know, but I'm but that, that's directly that's an explicit crime. That that's a that's a tit for tat or or you know quid whatever. pro quo quid pro quo. But which <laughs> which is which is how Washington D.C. completely operates. By the way, like oh, that's yeah. the whole that's I the way it works. Cards. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a hundred percent how it works. So like. Um, that wouldn't be out of character for something happening in our political system for somebody. It to, would be more, to, and more and along the lines it. of, it'd be more along the lines of, I'll take care of you. And yeah, yeah, they know, right. They don't need to be explicit about it. Cause uh, you know, they, they know they, they, but, but it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter because the right wing does this all the time. They did it to Obama. Remember when he was talking, who was it? Valinsky or I, I forget who it was the Russian ambassador when he said on a hot mic, um, you know, I'll have more flexibility after the election that they they rolled with that comment for years about it yeah. being mm-hmm. a, a suspected crime and and have Obamagate about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, just it, imagine, just imagine. Way, close your eyes. Let's do the let's do the a time. It, it might have been it no. might have been a crime too. Like that's that's the thing. Let's it's just, not like let's just close our eyes and do the Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Um <laughs> But just just close your eyes and do the Matthew Matthew McConaughey a, a time to kill. Close your eyes. Okay. Listen to this whole conversation. Replay me in my head. And imagine it's Barack Obama talking and not Donald. Trump. I knew he was a Kenyan. Think about think about what the reaction would be. Yeah, no, it would be very very different. 
for sure. I bet you, you know, the left would he turn. couldn't even wear a tan suit. Do you know? Do you know why? <laughs> do you know why Matthew McConaughey right, doesn't right, make right. left hand turns? Because they're all right, all right, all right. He likes to go all right, all right, all right. Yeah, Boo. I love that. Don't fuck, fuck yourself. You fell off a cliff. That's a poor dad joke. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not giving the benefit of a smile to that one. Yeah. All right. You're all. You're all disinvited from the show. Okay. Now, what is parlor martyrs? Because oh, I have Taylor. Oh, 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 oh. Taylor. Okay. My wife. Okay. So not that parlor app because I thought we were talking about something going on on is parlor. It parlor? Oh, it is on parlor. It oh, parlor. On parlor. Okay. So right, I, okay. I'm on parlor and I, I haven't have, seen this. So what is it? Okay. So there's a young lady on TikTok. Hey. She calls herself a parlor martyr. And she has a parlor account and she is uh, screenshotting and record like the videos. She's like taking video of the videos they're posting and shit. These motherfuckers are crazy. My wife asked me why I always Mm -hmm. keep that thing on me. This is why these mothers are out there talking about. I need extra. I need extra ammo. Can who can hook me up with extra ammo? Uh, I need we need. We need more first aid supplies and saline and stuff because we all know what's going to happen. Uh, this for one the record, dude, for the record, there's no such thing as extra ammo. I'm just saying, there's no such thing because you're going to use it all. It's yeah. never enough. There's no, I, I, you know, there's never enough. But um, there's this one dude that posted a whole video about how he's going to infiltrate and other proud boys because he's a proud boy. You know, a flow state. Sorry, but this is one of your people. He was on there talking, and this is a video that she took of the video that he posted talking about how he and other Proud Boys aren't going to be wearing their normal Proud Boy regalia. They're going to be dressing up to look like Antifa, milling around, oh, and yeah. they're going to be fucking Don't they already up. look this, this they're going to they're they're be fucking people up, is what he said. I'm cops do this up. all the all time. The time. They wear the white wristband so that the other cops know. And they got on New Balance. So you last night, last night, last night, <laughs> last night and they speak like and this. They're like, "Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Can you uh, put Black me lives, to the nearest? Black lives matter. Can you put me towards the nearest Antifa meeting? I'm right. New. <laughs> so I'd like um, to meet you. I'd like to meet your leader. And, and I, I'm, this is a very condensed thing. I mean, this 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 lady had like 46 parts to her TikTok with all of these. We're gonna be. There's gonna be blood. There's da 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 da. Man, they, these people, hey, if if you don't look to be on their side, you better be ready to defend yourself because yeah. they're talking about violence and then they try to project that Antifa and other organizations that are not conservative are the ones perpetrating the violence. But they're asking for medical supplies because they are anticipating gleefully engaging in acts of violence well the thing is um they need to worry they need to do a little more research on the left on the actual left the antifa types people um those they're not liberals liberals are kind of anti-gun right but uh is not that that anti-gun i'm not sure that the proud boys would uh, necessarily uh, do a good job going after actual uh, leftists. Hey, let them find out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like yeah. they say, F A F O. Yep, that's right. Walk around and find out. 
That's right. I, I, I legit think that too. I mean, and it's happened a couple times already. There's been a couple of those uh, right wing guys got capped at, at events already, and they're always out there with bear spray or whatever stupid shit. Yeah, you get, uh-huh. you get a bullet. You know, oops, you catch a lead <laughs> miscalculated. <laughs> get that COVID LED AD. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a bad bet you made that day, buddy. I'll tell you. Place All right. All right. So real quick, uh, we had a listener question. Let's just address it real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I I had heard about this a, a few days ago, but I didn't actually go ahead and read it. Uh, David, the producer, asks, how do you guys feel about Bill A416? Hey, guys, can I bail out? I got, I got dinner ready, man. I got to yeah, go eat dinner. Yeah, yeah uh, sure. It's been late because putting the baby to bed and whatever, but my wife's been doing all the work, and I better Let's, get out uh, there before, before, before she you. Before oh, you, yeah. Before you go, though, let the let the real quick let the listeners know um, where they can find yeah. everything that you have to do with your campaign and give us the bullet point on like what you're doing for independent candidates. Sure, quick, I'll do it uh, quickly because my wife is waiting. Um, Ooh, <laughs> but, pause. But uh, oh, oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Um, no, so, uh, I, I came up with, you know, I had a realization a long time ago that, um, I thought that this system couldn't be fixed, um, through the two parties. And, and then over the course of time, I feel like it's just kind of been proven. Like the point has been proven and proven and proven. We keep waiting for these changes that are supposed to come. And it doesn't matter who you elect. It doesn't matter which side you elect. You could elect the outsiders like Donald Trump, or you could elect your first black president, or you could elect your first woman, or you could, whatever it is. Um, it, the, the problems persist, I think, because the problems are uh, designed in and and the parties themselves have to, they rely on those problems in order to continue to get elected. So um, if they were to actually solve gun violence in some meaningful way, they could no longer use gun violence as a reason to vote for one or the other side of the gun debate. And so it, I think it pretty much comes down to that. Like that's that's more or less how it all works. Um, so. You know, I decided that it, um, and I also have a little bit of a problem with people uh, voting and putting the I voted sticker on and acting like they really did something when all they did was check a letter, like their D's or their R's, and they act like they actually achieved something or, or whatever. You know, in reality, they haven't even looked into any of those candidates. They don't know anything about them. Um, and so I, I feel like being an independent is a way to um, force engagement from the electorate. So they, they always have to engage to know what you stand for and why. They have to engage. So you're actually forcing them in, in a way to be smarter, um, uh, you know, and to use their vote more wisely. And I think that that's important. Um, but I also think that we actually have to legitimately defeat both of those parties if we're going to actually have any chance of, of making our, uh, um, you know, our uh, society what, it, what we believe it could be. If you truly want to make it great, which, you know, I don't use the again thing, but if you really want to make it great, we really could. I really do believe in, in you know, I'm, an, I'm a patriot. I believe in our country. I believe that we can do the right things. It's just that we don't have the control anymore and not enough people are, understand where the control actually is and where the power actually is. And um, I think we need to take that. We need to actually defeat both those parties and do it, um, you know, 10 times, 12 times, 15 times, get, get a handful or a dozen or more um, independence in the house to where we can actually control the result of uh, votes and things like that. And um, I think at that point, one of those two parties will either have to decide to change how they behave or go extinct. And as far as I'm concerned, either one's fine. But we can't continue going this way because this isn't working. 
we're not going, we're not getting anywhere. And it's, it's, I believe because it's, def- you know, it's designed not to go anywhere. So um, that, that's, that's the short of it. It, it. You know, it's a long explanation, but that, that's why I'm doing it. And I have a core belief that when you come up with an answer in any society, if you're a member of a society and you come and you believe that you came up with an answer to something that has been ailing the society, um, I believe it's your responsibility to try and implement whatever it is that you've discovered to try and fix what it is that you think is wrong. I think that's your job. You know, it's a, it's a thankless one. You're not going to get money for it or, or whatever. I mean, I, I will if I get a, elected, but I'm giving away basically more than half of my salary, even if I get elected. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a pay cut regardless. It's just a matter of like, you know, we need to understand where the problems actually lie and we need to be able to actually go after those problems directly. And until we until we do that, I mean, we just saw with the the way that the um, the the squad uh, voted for Nancy Pelosi, thus guaranteeing that we'll never get a vote in the next two years on any of the things that are important to us, whether it be health care reform. And we're in the middle of a pandemic and we can't get a health care reform vote like a, a real vote to to put Medicare for all or, uh, you know, something similar up to vote like um, it, it's, it's a real problem. And, and so I'm giving it my best shot. And when, when after the 2022 election, I'm, I'm actually probably going to be working with an organization called the good party. Um, and they, they're right on my page, which they contacted me, but they're, they, they understand some stuff and they've got some, some horsepower behind them. So I, I'm kind of thinking that this could be a good thing. Um, but regardless of, of how I get there, I'm going to win. And when I win, I'm going to try and roll out the carpet and help as many other independents as I can, re- regardless of their ideology, but help right wing, left wing independents, as long as they don't take corporate money and they're not like an outright racist or anything like that, where, you know, it's, it's kind of becomes hard to, to support them. Um, I, I'm OK with having differences of opinion in terms of policy when I know that when we're in office and we debate these things in Washington, D.C., um, it'll be actually us having these debates rather than moneyed interests telling us which way that we're supposed to land. Um, on any of these points. I think that I could win those debates, you know, with these people. So, um, you know, I'll support people either side of the aisle, you know, left or right. But but the big points is that they have to be independent and they have to uh, uh, not take any corporate money or be any sort of have any major bad points like, you know, blatant racist or sexist or anything like that. So um, and I think we can do it um, and on a lot less money, too, than than what the parties usually spend. So you're down with the our number one thing: get money out of politics, corporate. Oh, money absolutely. I, I mean, uh, all money. I, really. would, I would really like it to be publicly funded. Um, the best I've seen for that was up in Seattle. They had a uh, um, a thing. I think they called them democracy dollars. But like every voter, when you voted, you registered to vote. You got like a hundred dollars in vouchers that you could use toward. Um, you know, any causes or candidates or anything like that. Um, I think that that's a good way to do it. But but ultimately, um, you know, the fact that anybody has to ask for for money in most cases, I think that's that's the root of your your corruption. I think the democracy dollars could work because everybody gets an equal amount. As long as you banned other types of uh, of money coming in, right. um, I think that that could work, too. Um, but but ultimately, like, uh you know, money talks and votes don't anymore. 
And it's been that way for quite a while. And I think a lot of people are just now catching on. So this is the time when I think that the, the, this independent thing, this stupid idea I had, I think that this is the time when it could actually work and, and we could actually maybe, uh, make some changes in the world for better and, you know, make my life better, make my daughter's life better, make your children's lives better. And, and hopefully, uh, um, you know, we can leave the planet better than what we found it. You know, that's my hope. I'm I'm in for that 100%. Just real quick, is the the girl who won the Asian lady? I forget her name. Is it Lee? Oh yeah, um, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yi, right? Y e e. I think. Uh, but, no, it's. But she is, is she a is she a big Trump supporter? No, or? actually, she's not. But but like she she ran um, for state legislature here for the California state legislature previously. Um, she she ran is young kim is her name by the way young kim okay. you racist you threw yeah. me off you give me all this um no, so uh but no but she when she ran for state legislature she um one of her primary i mean really the main thing she ran on was was stopping gender neutral gender neutral bathrooms from being a thing like she's very anti those aren't uh, a thing anti-gay anti-lgbtq uh person and uh-huh. um you know, I think that's kind of like she's a very big social conservative, which, you know, Trump really isn't. And and she she distanced herself quite a bit from a lot of his stuff. But, um, you know, she was the handpicked person from the guy who retired out of this seat um, in the 2018 election. And uh, she, she barely lost, lost yeah. barely, barely lost because she didn't do any um, uh, vote harvesting, like picking up votes from people's houses. Um, uh, what's his name? Gil Cisneros did a bunch of that because the Democratic Party was kind of the ones that started that that year in our state. And so they would go and pick up all these um, ballots from people's houses. And so he won by a few thousand votes. But I knew that by this time, uh, uh, by 2020, that the Republican Party would probably be doing it too. And um, they did and she won. And I think she probably would have won last time if not for that disparity. But um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's kind of a nightmare though. She's, she's really not smart. Um, <laughs> she's just a handpicked, she's the next generation of, of a handpicked lackey who's going to do whatever the, the, you know, the, the establishment says to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Steven, your website is, uh, it's voteforcox.com. I'm in the middle of updating it, but there's a lot of stuff on there you could read and, and that's your hot or not. What's your, my that's hot or not? That's your Tinder, right? Vote for Cox. No, no, but I do have stickers that are really fantastic that say "I heart Cox," like at the I heart oh New York. Oh my god, I New York! I one of those. Which I'll send you one. Yeah, we want them. They're my favorite, and and um and it's funny because I I did that one in a different one just to see because I didn't know what would be popular, but that was so popular, like people love that sticker. That's so. Cool. Yeah. And I actually got, I put it on a sign in the 2018 election. I put it on an actual roadside, like a, you know, a lawn sign. And I got like threatening emails from people telling me how awful I am. I'm like, that's my name. You can't, you can't, like you're reading this gross stuff into it. And I take offense actually at your insinuation that I would ever imply something about my name that I'm very proud of having. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were taking it out of context. They should have listened to the whole tape. Yeah. 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 No, it won't happen. Hey, watch right, the whole, thanks, guys. The whole I appreciate thing. it. Have a good one, and man. It, 
And people can follow me. I'm at Real Steve Cox on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. I'll see you guys soon. All, All right. right, Steve. Thank you. Um, that being said, um, go watch fucking Cobra Kai. Okay, go watch fucking Cobra Kai. Go watch fucking Cobra Kai. It will make you smile. Let me just say this last thing on Cobra Kai. I laughed and smiled. And boy, was it needed with what's going on. I laughed and smiled more during the 30 half hour episodes of that series than I ever have for a series before. Go watch Cobra fucking Kai. Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> pound for pound, Sugar Ray Robinson, the greatest fighter ever lived. Oh, come on, man. What about Joe Lewis? The blonde bomber. Now that was a great boxer. You damn right. I suppose nobody in here ever heard of Cassius Clay. We got a point. Cassius Clay was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, hey, I ain't saying Clay ain't bad. I'm just saying I stopped liking Cassius Clay. What's the change name to Muhammad Ali? What kind of shit is that? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, God damn it, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Mm-hmm. That's right. I say Clay. Get out of here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He always be Clay to me. I don't give a fuck what chain name to. He is Clay. He Clay to me. I say Clay. Well, then you're a putz. The three of you. Three putzes. You should change the name outside from Mighty Shop to the three putzes. Thank you for listening to Voice from the Underground. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VFU Podcast. See you next time. underground you've heard others but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the jock and nerd podcast here imran so if you offend everyone at once it all it's a wash i've covered everybody anthony sorry i was texting say that again and rug boy yeah whenever there's a snowstorm my slack hole tightens up as they talk over one another just exactly uh, the same Carter as Jay the Terminator. Terminator. we're talking over each other it's fine sorry swear we had boobies and ask you for money just give us the money the jock and nerd podcast it can't be silly goofy fun uh jock and nerd It is written, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Osiris. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the 
monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The Rise of King Osiris. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theriseofkingasilas.com. Voice from the Underground.